from the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. Rice going to rise up and shoot a three for the right side, and he'll hit it. The Rebels have hit three straight threes to start the second half. Williams made both free throws. Bryce going to lob to Iwako for the slam dunk. And that sets the crowd into a frenzy. All four players in the offensive zone out in front. No chance to shoot for Stevenson. Centered. Eichel scores. The give and go. Stevenson to Eichel. Patch ready gets the puck. Looks towards center. Finds Stevenson. Protects it. Works his way ahead. Three men across the line. Stevenson scores. No mistake about that one. Empty net goal for Chandler Stevenson. A two-point day. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Nice victory for VGK. You hear the call courtesy of the Knights Radio Network. A couple of UNLV highlights as well. From Learfield, we'll uh, we'll get to a little bit of uh, UNLV talk later on. Certainly some VGK talk in the Big Five. Reminder tonight, Run It Rebel warm-up goes down at 7.30 right here on ESPN Las Vegas as they take on arch-rival Reno in Reno, uh, expecting a better crowd than the Wolfpack have been getting. Not sure that it's going to be anywhere near a sellout, but it should be a pretty loud environment. Adam Hill is here. Willie, Ari's in our Finley Toyota studios. It's Big Five time. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five. Number five. Baseball ban is lifted. For how long? I have no idea. We said when the sport was locked out, when the players were locked out by the owners, no baseball talk. We'll do it for this one. Did anyone see the truck that decided to drive through an open gate at Petco and start doing donuts all over the Padres field? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to take this time to apologize also for doing that. Have you ever done a donut ever no. in your life? No. I yeah, you're. I don't see you as that kind of driver. Uh, I mean, not to spring this on you, but I did drive a U-Haul truck yesterday. Ooh, that must have been a show. I I kept it in the right lanes. Yeah. I was not going to make any sudden moves. And wow, is backing up and trying to park. Really tough. How big was the truck? Do you have any idea? Um, it wasn't the smallest one. It was like the middle one. So probably like a 14-footer? Yeah. It's not easy. Willie? Ma- I'm a master. You can car. I, I can drive U-Haul trucks because I've moved so many times <laughs> in my life. So U-Haul trucks are nothing for me. Parallel park them. You name it. Back them in. No. Um, if I was going to drive to San Diego, I definitely would have tried to drive on the field and do some donuts on the on the field at Petco, though. With a U-Haul, you would have just tipped over the U-Haul. Well, Adam but, would have tried like to baby, drove, like drive Billy. through Viejas' front door and drive on the court. I was just going to say, what if what if I had a whole bunch of elixirs in the back that were going to solve everything? Yeah. <laughs> right, just gemstones with Baby Billy in the little trailer. <laughs> yes. One of the funniest things I've ever seen, but my sense of humor is also that of a twelve-year-old. But that well, he still tried to sell them. But he just—he doesn't have as many as he used to. Uh, yeah, I—I don't—I wouldn't have done donuts in the truck because I—it would have been very difficult. Uh, also, that was a trailer that Billy had, which is, I think, even more difficult than, of course, trying to drive you all. Oh, are you trying to back up a trailer? No chance. You—you you just get it all curled up. Your jackknife. Yeah. Yeah, but this, well, yeah, yeah so, there was a jack. There was a jackknife in Righteous Gemstone. Yes. So. He. This guy's actually really lucky that he didn't try anything stupid because I wonder if once. Uh, once law enforcement was there, if he didn't stop, man, 
Who knows what happens? But he did stop. He got blocked by the the, uh, the crew at Petco. Yeah, it, it's one of those things, like, I'm careful how I say this because it's not, like, it seems like there was no, like, ill intent meant, right? Like, it's a guy that sees an open gate at a stadium, and he's like, all right, I'm in. And then, like, you get out there, you're like, I guess I'll just do donuts. Yeah, it's kind of it, like streaking. Yeah. But, I mean, that's even more thought. Like, this this feels like some guy that was just driving down in that area, down in, you know, just, just like, what? Just east and a little bit south of Gaslamp, and was like, "There's a gate open at the stadium. All right, I'm in." And then you get out there, you're like, "I don't know what I'm doing here, but you're just gonna keep doing it." Like I almost feel not bad that he's gonna get in trouble, but I mean, you can't do this, obviously. But I don't think this guy set out to like do something crazy that day. I wish he had had a banner on his truck, like you know, "F the owners." Like it was some sort of real statement how sure. mad he is about baseball being in a lockout right now. Number sure. four. Number four. Ari was out and about yesterday. He's our number one party guy on this show. Cofield and Company was uh, hosting a viewing party at our official home for uh, NHL viewing the rest of the regular season. That's Tom's Urban right down there uh, by the fortress around the corner at New York, New York. Ari, you were a man of the people. You were tracking what people were watching. Were they watching the Golden Knights? Were they watching the NBA All-Star uh, I was going to call it weekend, but that would be the game on Sunday. Uh, did they actually have the NBA on any of the TVs? Yeah, it was a nice split, actually. And the crowd is a whole mix of some locals and some tourists. And uh, <laughs> the majority of the people were actually left over from Justin Bieber's concert that was canceled. Like from all over, all walks. I talked to a guy from the UK, someone from nice. uh, from uh, the East Coast. And yeah, that was uh, a lot of people. So, what was, no, that, what we, was that table of uh, like nine blondes that you cozy it up to? They were in from Utah for the Bieber show, and I actually gave the uh, the two ladies on the end Mountain West Conference championship tickets, which they will be back here for because they cheer for uh, Utah Valley, I believe, Utah Valley College. Yeah, so so they're coming down for the Big West <laughs> right. tournament, Wait, but what? they're going to – they cheer for Utah Valley, which is in the Big West, and so they now have tickets courtesy of the gentleman, Ari. That's right. So, so since it was split, it, by the way, is that's that's a good one for the audience. Utah Valley is in the Big West. I didn't even know that. I thought they were. I thought they might be Big Sky. No, Adam, do you have any clue? A- absolutely, Utah Valley. What, yeah, are you talking about? what do you wait, wait, wait? Time out. What do you mean, Adam? Do you have any clue? I just told you <laughs> they're in the Big West. Well, we had a, a, we, we had a local might be so, some distrust there. We had a local nah. softball star who was like an all Big West stud, stud at Beja Query went to Coronado. She went up to Utah Valley and crushed it. Uh, breaking home run record. So uh, I know the, the Big West there, big kid. Okay, Reno guy? <laughs> so to answer your question, though, it was kind of balanced. Uh, a lot of people, though, VGK, of course, no San Jose fans, which was awesome. Just, just strictly Golden Knights fans. And then, like most people, the other people were, like, uh, into the All-Stars. They're, okay, they're, so. in the, they're, in the, they're in the whack, by so the is it? Yeah, they're the <laughs> exactly yelling at me, and I was just looking up the standings because I'm like, there. I I said the wrong one too. So wait, wait. Since it was a split on the TVs, him? it was a split TVs. I was just I was just waiting Let's for it to die on. down. Yeah, yeah. Just to so throw awesome. that in, by the way. Uh, since it was split TVs, was it was it a watch? Were you hosting an All Star Game watch party or a Vegas Golden no, Knights watch was, party? Well, a little bit of both. You know, he was watching the table bar, with the cheerleaders. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. No, we were there they on show behalf everything. of our broadcast partners, the Vegas Golden Knights. So course, it was a Western Athletic Conference Utah Valley watch party. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's how we advertise it and everything. Great turnout. So. Now, did you have the party starter? <laughs> I okay. So, listen to this thing. Whew. 
This thing went around like all day long because, yeah, that you know, drinking it is, you know, I had the party started the the signature cocktail. A couple sips over at Tom's. With really a, gets well, the party started. The double hold margarita on with the hibiscus. Hold on a bomb. second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> Ari, what is the Red Bull party starter? Yeah, he just said it, but I'll say it no, again because no, no. it's ingrained what in my head. It? it is a double double shot of margarita, however you want to call it. Double margarita mixed with hibiscus flour, which I don't even know what that is, and a full can of Red Bull Red Edition, Adam. Don't forget that part. Yeah, oh, you really sold it there. Nice job. Yeah, you could tell. It's <laughs> tremendous. No, it, it was tremendous. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, I, it's not a double shot of margarita, Ari. That's actually what the manager called uh, No, it's a double it. margarita. Joke, it's a double margarita. A lot of communication. Oh, boy. It was great, though. A and, double uh, shot of margarita would be a very small drink. be a very strong drink, which is a lot exactly of hostility. what it was. Small. A lot of hostility in number four today. <laughs> a lot of hostility. <laughs> hold on, hold on, no, well, because stop, as always... But he's still trying to justify this. A I double know. shot of margarita oh, okay. would not be that strong of a drink. A, a, a shot of... You need a full margarita. It's a double margarita, not a double shot of margarita. That's a very big difference. You are correct. Adam Hill is correct, everyone. I am wrong. Well, thank you. Are he's we, we go he's to close three? to being correct. Like uh, like Willie was with the whack, it's a double dose of their urban margarita with hibiscus bomb yeah. and a full can of Red Bull Red Edition. How about that? There you yeah. go. I already called it hibiscus flour, which is a thing, but it's not what's in the. <laughs> what that's, a that's comforting, by the way, because I was, <laughs> that threw me off a lot. That drink, I just want to finish here. That that thing on an off day, wow! Like I'm sure that would be all the drink I would need. I took a couple sips and then it. Passed it around. There was nothing we could do. There's so much awesome alcohol in there. By the way, back to what was on TV all weekend. Why were people so mad at the dunk contest? Uh, because guys make it look too easy now. Okay. Didn't your guy miss like 44 <laughs> attempts at his final dunk? Poor JTA. He he was trying. It just who it was just, JTA? Juan Toscano Anderson. Uh, he was trying. He was going. He was going for it, but it just wasn't working out for him. And uh, he just kept trying. It was sad. God, people get so mad. One of our buddies, Chad, who does radio in Denver, said, under six-foot dunk contest, over 40 dunk contest, mask, uh, sorry, mascot dunk contest, anything but continuing this debacle. Like, wow, yeah. this is supposed to be fun. Why are we getting all angry? And the problem is th they're just so good now yep. that I think people don't realize. Like, people have this, and it, it happens all the time, even in, in just regular sporting events, but this infatuation, this romanticizing of the old days, and these guys blow the old guys out of the water. It's not even close. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and we're like, it used to be so much better. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's crazy. I'm distraught. Why? What happened? Why? Because you got Big West wrong still? You can't dunk. I, I just I just realized that Ari may have had that rolling, and now that's going to be a promo for the next three weeks. Oh, he nailed it. <laughs> I actually didn't get to say it. I wanted to, but yes, I was absolutely thinking that. Yes. That was a good chance. I was screaming over everyone and ruined it. Number three. I have ways around that. Highly likely. Happens a lot. Which, uh, by, which by the way, um, just to mention uh, UNLV basketball a little more as we got the Rebels coming up, but the Lady Rebels over the weekend beat San Jose, yep. uh, one hundred four to sixty three, and I'm I'm in the color analyst role, mm -hmm. and I did like everything that I bitch about with the color analyst because Matt never was doing the game. The Lady Rebels get to a hundred. I look up, and they made a layup, and it was ninety eight. I'm like, oh, they're you know. Hundreds coming up, and then all of a sudden it flips to a hundred. So I completely blew that, and then I was like, "Ah!" Like yelled and like just blew the entire call. 
and I've whined about this for years, and then I did exactly what I hate analysts doing. What did you do? Did you go nuts there? Did you do some like? It's absolutely. Did you did you go a little nuts? No. Oh. <laughs> can, I, can I point out? Because while we're talking about the Lady Rebels game, just for a second, yeah. like yeah. how much I love Lindy the Rock as a coach and, and what she does. Like you were there watching the game, but they were up like 45 at one point. They gave up three just real bad breakaway layups the other way. Yeah. Uh, it, and she calls timeout. I wouldn't say she lights into her team, but she made it very clear she wasn't happy and then designed like a sideline out of bounds play for a layup up 40 points. Like, it's insane, but I love the, you know, never stop coaching mentality. Well, I'm really glad that nothing happened in the handshake line. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love Lindy LaRock, too, by the way. I had a nice long conversation with her. Shameless plug. I got a nice national feature coming out on her later this week. Nice. Well, the Spartans did chose not to haul off and uh, belt anyone on the uh, UNLV side right in the face, but that's uh, exactly what happened in the Michigan game. Well, not exactly. It was, uh, as Adam says, Juwan Howard was trying to grab someone and then it turned into what looked like a side of the head slap. So he now five games. Michigan now will be led by Phil Martelli, which is an entirely terrible thing, but now there's some pressure on them to win games. Um, The five-game suspension, boy, there were a lot of people this weekend who thought he should have been fired, which I think is really interesting. Um, I saw one of our buddies tweeting out that Jawan Howard is a scumbag and should be axed. What do you think of that, Adam? I mean... It's one of your married friends. I would like I would like who to know... To work, who happens to work at the south end of the strip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, scumbag. I w- fire him. It's so... It's so silly. It just, it just is. Like, watch what happened. Again, I, I think a lot of people saw maybe just like the two-second clip, right? I think that's what a lot of these opinions are based on. If he if he gets fired, okay, the, the bottom line is if you watch it from the very beginning, he was doing everything he can to just avoid everything, get the handshake out of the way, and guard grabs him and pulls himself in front of him to confront him to talk about it when initially Juwan Howard wasn't going to. So if that's what incited the entire thing was the initial grab, well, then guard's got to go too. Damn. I'm just saying. Dropping the hammer. I'm just saying. There's a reason why it it it, it grew and it incited. No, Juwan Howard shouldn't have reached over people and go to grab. But if you watch it from the very start as the handshake line's going and they're passing each other, guard grabs him and pulls himself in front of him. He Juwan Howard clearly was trying to avoid him the same way that Kevin Garnett was doing everything to avoid eye contact with Ray Allen. Jawan Howard was trying to avoid anything to do with guard, and guard initiated the entire conversation, which grew. We all agree on this one. The handshake line in basketball needs to go bye-bye, right? No. It's done. It's silly. It's stupid. We got rid of it with COVID. Let's just stick with it. For a game, people are emotional. It's dumb. It's not any sign of sportsmanship. You're just setting up a situation that's awkward. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've, I I don't get it. The NHL doesn't do it. Well, the, at the end of series, and that's it. At the it, end of series, which, which is, that's which it. Which is fine. Um, and, and the NFL kind of has like a chaotic, just everybody on the field, whoever wants to go do it can, and the coaches usually shake hands, but not always. 
Um, I don't see the point of forcing forcing them to do this. Baseball players, right? Nobody Baseball players do the, the they come out and congratulate the self, their pitcher. Yeah, the self high five. They get the handshake line with each other. Yeah, uh, but not the other team. Like I, I don't get it. I, I think it. Like I'm not. I don't care if you do it, but it's like this this ritual of doing it makes zero sense. Just stop. Uh, one tweet. It's incredible that uh, some people want to get rid of the handshake line after the game. It's called sportsmanship. Leave it alone. Another example of cancel culture. That <laughs> cancel a handshake is the. Is the topic. All right. What? Okay. Cancel culture. I don't think people even know what that means anymore. I, clearly, it is, it is. this thing has gone off the rails. I mean, I've, I've said this from Anything the beginning. Anything that is now canceled. Like, I, you know what? I, I, I don't want to disappoint the person, but I actually, as I'm trying to streamline my cost, I actually did just cancel Sling for the 47th time. So, Sling, cancel culture! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Another victim of cancel culture. Another victim of cancel but, culture. I mean, poor sling and Netflix may be on the way next. We've, we've said this, at least, I mean, at least this is what I've talked about from the beginning of this. Like, nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows what it is. There's no such thing as cancel culture. Um, I hate, you know, I hate trying to silence people through the, like, I don't like what people think cancel culture is. I think we should stop doing that. But the term has lost all relevancy. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. People just say it about anything. Number two. Adam, your thoughts on the Raiders coaching staff as they uh, wind down here and kind of finish things out with the last couple of spots. Running back coach hired over the weekend. Yeah. Um, a couple of the a couple of the position coaches are certainly, you know, a little bit of a surprise. Guys that have been in college a long time. Guys that have done, um, you know, a lot more of their work and their best work maybe at the college level. Uh, but for the most part, you got a lot of guys that are tied with the Patriots and a lot of guys that are young. And I, I like that part of this. There's definitely some experienced, you know, voices around. But I think for the most part, this staff is very young and I think very relatable to players, obviously very relatable to Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, a pretty young GM. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I like the direction that they're going in. And again, none of this matters. Like none, none of this matters once they take the field. You don't get like a bonus win for a certain coach or whatever. But um, on paper, I, I like what they're trying to construct here. I like some of the, the newer ideas and, you know, obviously the Patriots ties, but um, a lot of people that haven't been around very long and, and bring some youth and some energy to the to the building. Number one. What was bigger on Sunday, guys, for the Golden Knights? Eichel scoring or Logan Thompson coming up with that performance? Logan Thompson coming up with that performance, in my opinion. Yeah. Because Eichel's not known for his he's known he's known for his offensive prowess, but he's also known for seeing the ice well and making these crisp, phenomenal passes, and he's an assist guy. He's, so he's gonna get his goals and it was gonna come. But to 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 see the performance of Logan Thompson for me, that was the bigger deal. Yeah, I'd, I'd be with that for sure. I mean, obviously you wanted Eichel to score, but he was going to score at some point. You need, you're going to need some efforts like that from Thompson. I think that was big. But I mean, to me, it's more bigger picture of you know Pete DeBoer calling out the team Friday night for not playing with any desperation, not playing with any sense of urgency, and then yeah. them playing with that sense of urgency mm-hmm. at least for the short term, showing that response, which I think is big. But but yeah, in this case. Um, they need Logan Thompson to, to have some good efforts, and that was a good start, a confidence. Tonight, player. you want to hang out with ESPN in Las Vegas? The spot is PT's Pub. Sorry about that, Adam. PT's Pub on Tropicana, just short of uh, Maryland. Tyler Bischoff is going to be on the scene for another Miller Lite watch party, a Miller Lite running Rebel watch party, $10 Miller Lite pitchers, lots of prizes, lots of UNLV gear, also a chance to qualify for a staycation at the Strat or 
to win beer for a year from Miller Lite. Tonight, 8 o'clock tip, UNLV at Reno. It's PT's Pub on Tropicana right near Maryland. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. For Zion, they drafted him number one overall, and I understand that the pressure that comes, not the fact that I was a first-round number one draft pick, but I understand what he's going through. Being a number one draft pick, uh, hasn't lived up to the hype. He's hearing these no- this noise about, should the Pelicans have even taken him, or should they took have taken John Morant? But it has nothing to do with you being a pro. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio. Harry Douglas hosting with Canty, understanding what Zion is going through. All right. Uh, we'll address that one in... Just a couple of minutes. Adam, I got to get to something that you sent over, and I don't know what's going on, but uh, along those lines, I don't know a lot of what's going on, and I'm not (laughs) sitting here like doing shake the fist of the sun. I know I've just gotten old and I'm out of touch. I just read a tweet about a concert coming for four dates at Allegiant Stadium. Mm. Uh How big does a band have to be to get four dates in April, four dates at a 60,000 seat stadium. I mean, I would think they'd have to be massive, especially outside the country. Uh, Unbelievable icons. What in God's name is BTS big hits? Oh boy. K-pop. Oh boy, Steve. Adam, I just looked. I'm like, okay, who are these guys? All right, hold on. And oh, I'm like, oh, let me click on their Twitter handle. Yeah. 37 and a half million followers? And, and that's what I was getting at. Before you go any further, remember any time you would talk about Mr. Simpson, and I would say, you know what? We love Mr. Simpson. And when you would talk about Mr. Mayweather, and I would say, we love Mr. Mayweather on this show. Can I say we love BTS on this show? Because we don't <laughs> want them. We do not want their people coming after us on Twitter. They are nuts. Like oh I don't know God. if you know some of the some of the stuff that they have done behind the scenes, but like if you talk badly about them, their Twitter army will destroy you. Is that and right? oh, they I mean they they ruined a Trump rally in 2020. Ruined it. Like they are really powerful. And, and I will I will not say a bad word. I love that they're coming here. I can't wait for the show. It's going to be fantastic. Are we are we talking about this K-pop group being able to sell like forty thousand or more tickets for four shows? Steve, they're gonna sell they're gonna sell out immediately. Oh my god! And they they would be able to sell out six, seven, eight, nine, ten, oh, whatever crap. days you want at Allegiant. All right. The next thing you sent over, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. What? What? Jared Allen and iPhone <laughs> and Android. Like, what, what's happening? So why is he being shunned? So like me, Jared Allen is an avid Android user. He loves he loves the Android phone, as do I. I am very anti-iPhone. Uh, but there is an issue. If you're in a lot of group texts, like I am, and like apparently Jared Allen is, the iPhone users hate you. This is true. Because I don't use an iPhone, so I don't know. But every group text I'm in is like, darn it, get it. <laughs> they don't use that language. Uh, get it, get an iPhone so the, so the apps work better, so the texts work better. How about no? How about we use a third-party app for texting, which is what I do with all my group texts that I start. Uh, you do that. 
because the the iPhone users will just attack you for using the Android. So apparently, Jared Allen was not included in any of the Cavs group texts because he refused to get an iPhone. So they'd be like, hey, man, why weren't you at that meeting? Like, nobody texted me. Like, yeah, we, we don't include you in the group text. You're out. Oh, my God. So I- he had to get a second phone. That's an iPhone just to use for group texting. What is Willie, are you are you an iPhone and you don't like the Android? No, I'm an I'm I'm a Jared Allen okay, person. Me too. I have an Android and I had a Galaxy to I had another Galaxy from my other number and Jordan told me Pops, when you get the set when you when you upgrade and get rid of the old Galaxy, you have to get an iPhone if you're gonna start promoting for the perfect gym and the seasonings and the videos and everything Damn. you do because Whatever you do on Android now, even though the fo- the camera on the Galaxy that I have is actually better, way better. Uh, the phone is better. It, Everything it, about it, it's it does. Better. They do. I finally looked. Here it we does go. Look different on social media. They look different. So so instead, I said, okay, that's fine. Since he's doing all of the production, so my the bit for the business, I have an iPhone. But I'm with Adam. I like using my Galaxy. Well, at this point, I wonder if anyone on the Pelicans is tweeting, check that, texting with Zion Williamson. I know uh, Willie's got a rant set up on this one. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with Zion Williamson. This is not a good situation. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. You're listening to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Back here at Cofield and Company. Closing things out on this Tuesday. Don't forget, UNLV basketball coming up later tonight against, ugh, not even going to say it. They have a big game tonight. Big game for the Rebs who played very, very well on, on Saturday. We'll look to build on that momentum. Uh, but we were just talking about an NBA story, and there's a lot to get into with Zion Williamson because he has been certainly in the crosshairs the last couple of days uh, with some of the national reporters, and including a former teammate who really got on him. Uh, But you seem to have a little bit of a question about why Zion Williamson even matters at this point. Yeah, I read this story just about, you know, NBA teams eyeing the headline, the lead, and he's the first one mentioned. I'm appalled. Uh, NBA teams eyeing Zion Williamson, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell as next stars to push for trade. I would have... I'd be fine with Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, throw LeBron James' name in there. But Zion Williamson, how is he being eyed as one of the top targets? Uh, this dude, I mean, I remember in December there was a report that he weighed was weighing around 330 pounds. Um, his weight's down to 317. And, you know, I'm not weight shaming. What I'm seeing is that this is a professional athlete who's having issues and – it can be very much caused by carrying too much body fat. I'm not sure what his body fat composition is, but that's a lot of weight to be carrying for a dude that was once built like, I mean, this dude was a, I mean, a, a brick house that was, I mean, mowing players down. Now, I just don't think that he can carry that weight, and I don't see how he's a top target. I saw that headline. I saw that story, and I'm questioning and thinking to myself, there are other players that could easily be better targets than Zion Williamson. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's fair. Um, I think they're grouping him in with guys that could be pushing for a trade, and I think he will be pushing for a trade at some point. And I think 
the Pelicans would gladly trade him. Yes, but at who, this point, but but the but the story is not players pushing, or, or well, it is about the players pushing, but it's not about the Pelicans gladly. It's what team wants him. Yeah, I, who I mean, is I, he? Who who? How does he have the right to? I mean. Okay, pushing for a trade. What have you done to push for a trade? What have you done to to garner a team want you? Well, I mean, I think that anytime there's talent, even if it hasn't showed up, I think people are going to uh, not line up to to get you. But I think that there is going to be interest in, in landing you. And it's usually going to be one of those teams that has had all kinds of difficulty you know, finding the right mix, finding the talent, finding somebody to push them over the top. And they think this is the best way to get them because there's no way they're going to be able to sign free agents because uh, nobody wants to go there. Like, right off the top of my head, immediately I was like, yeah, the Kings will probably trade for him. Yeah. The, the Kings will probably take him. <laughs> like, let's build around this guy. Landing spot. Uh, that would be the kind of team, to me, uh, that would try to make that move. Now, we know when Zion is able to play, he can play at a pretty high level. Um, I, I think you're right. I think he's shown that it's not – it's not going to be consistent that he's on the floor uh, until he changes a lot of a lot about his uh, his body, really. But he seems to be trying to do that right now. Um, I think the bigger issue than injuries is that his teammates don't even seem to like him. This seems to be a thing. Uh, JJ Reddick came out, and I'm not going to say trashed him because he really just kind of talked about his experience with Zion in. Uh, in New Orleans when he played with him the last couple of years. Uh, but CJ McCollum really opened this up this weekend when he was asked about, hey, you're on the Pelicans. You know, Zion will be coming back soon. What, what's it been like? You know, getting to know him, getting to talk to him, getting ready to play with him. And CJ McCollum's response was, well, I haven't met him. We haven't talked, which is probably troubling. Like, yeah. first of all, what else is Zion doing? Like, you're rehabbing. You, you should have time to. Is he? Well, is he though? Supposedly. Because Reddick Reddick said on first take, there's a responsibility you have as an athlete when you play a team sport to be fully invested. You're fully invested in your body. You're fully invested in your work, and you're fully invested in your teammates. That is your responsibility, and we have not seen that from Zion. So we don't even know if he's what kind of rehab he's doing. If he's doing rehab, if he's going to PT. That's yeah. what I'm saying: is the conditioning, the effort, everything. It's not there. This this to me was more, and yeah, I think that's part of it, but I, I think it's a lot of J.J. Redick pointing out that Zion wasn't invested as a teammate in terms of, like, he's not being a leader. He's not around the guys. He kind of does his own thing. He has his own his own people, his own entourage, and it's like, hey, these this is my team. I just play with you guys kind of attitude for Zion. And listen, he's still young. He's still learning. Um, I don't think he was happy. In fact, we know he wasn't happy. Um, with this situation going to New Orleans. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens if, if there is a push to get him out of there, if there is teams that want to reach out and, and try to bring him in uh, and, you know, try to take advantage of that talent if he can actually stay on the floor at some point. Uh, but for right now, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of interest between Zion and the rest of his team to be together, to make this marriage work. Well... You know what else isn't working? What's a lot that? of people probably don't want to be around him right now. Probably continue to distance themselves. <laughs> you broke a story. I did. I'm going to let you just go with it. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, John Jones was in the news not too long ago. Uh, we now have details and, in fact, a video about John Jones. We'll talk about it. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. 
Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, dude. Back here, Cofield and Company, wrapping things up on a Tuesday, the first show of the week. There's no Monday show. Will you mention before the break that uh, there was a, a breaking story? Uh, the story is not necessarily breaking, but uh, John Jones was arrested back in September at Caesar's Palace, right out front of Caesar's Palace, actually, on the, on the Strip. Uh, there was a police report that talked about uh, his behavior with the officers, Uh, He was uh, arrested on suspicion of domestic violence because an officer, excuse me, a security guard at Caesar's Palace had seen his fiance uh, with a bloody lip and bloody clothes. Uh, They located John Jones on the strip, and uh, one of the charges was that he had headbutted a police car and caused damage to it. Um, We at the Review Journal were able to acquire the video today after several months. And uh, that is up, posted. Uh, I tweeted it out. Uh, you can go to reviewjournal.com, check out the video if you want to see it. Um, it's tough to put into context because it, it's it's sad on some level that you see one of the greatest athletes to ever participate in his sport um, acting incredibly erratically, uh, obviously intoxicated. Uh, he goes from very cooperative with officers to I think Ari just tweeted out on the ESPN account as well. Uh, So he goes from very cooperative to angry. He uses several racial slurs. Uh, There is an officer with glasses that he repeatedly refers to as officer nerd, uh, which I guess in some context could be funny. Um, But it's like, it's troubling. It's, it's, Incident after incident after incident. Again, we know about this incident, but we have the video now. Um, I was just going to ask you. So, you know, in the past with incidents, um, there are certain times where it it comes down to he said, she said. But as the incidents grow, you tend to say, okay, this is a continuing pattern. Now that there's a video and it's crystal clear. And I, you, you played the video for me as, as you were getting ready to post it and everything, and it, the RJ was putting it up. It's crystal clear, the belligerence. Um, at this point, is it is it is this the exclamation point of this is who John Jones is now? At this, I mean, well, and and let's keep in mind this incident is on the heels of him, you know. Doing it, you know, sharing once again to the world that he had cleaned up his life and was sober and wasn't going to go through this anymore, and um, had his last, you know, his last incident and all all those other things. I mean, it's a it's a lengthy history, um, but there's really never been consequence, right? And and in this case, uh, it's settled. By the way, it's already over. There's no more charges pending. This is all in the past. He had to pay restitution for the police vehicle. Uh, he had to do some anger management, and then the domestic violence charge was uh, dismissed. Um, my understanding, because his fiance didn't want to testify against him. Uh, but again, no real consequence to another troubling incident. And listen, I've had a lot of people around the MMA world text me during the show because this story did come out during the show. Um, 
and just say now you, now you watch the video, they're like it's 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 infuriating that this, it keeps happening, but it's also sad that you know this tremendous athlete and somebody who is capable of being a very good person. We've all experienced it that have been around to be reduced to this. But again, like a lot of people have had these kind of incidents, like normal people. I'm not saying athletes. I'm saying right. normal people have been arrested on the strip. They've acted out. They've, they've displayed this, but this is a pattern of behavior. And, um, you know, he is now, by the way, just as for background that people don't follow MMA necessarily that closely, he hasn't fought in a long time. He did leave his camp last year. His uh, right after this incident happened, actually, he left his 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 longtime camp in Albuquerque uh, with Jackson Wink, uh, guys around that gym that have been trying to help him get straightened out for a long time. Uh, he left them. He he left his management company as well. He's kind of representing himself at this point, um, negotiating to fight a heavyweight fight for the first time, but hasn't been able to do it. Um, there's just a lot there, and it sucks. Uh, if you want to watch the video, again, tweet it out on ESPN. I got it Las up Vegas on account. mine. Adam's on Willie, top of his. So. Willie's got it. It's on mine as well. Um, again, if you want to see it, it's up there. And again, it's an old story. People knew about this, but the video uh, is now out there. So, stick your hand in there, Dave. That's that. <laughs> the John Jones video is out. It's been a long time coming. We've been trying to get it for a while. Uh, what is going on with the All-Stars and their, I'm going to say, what appears to be heavy gambling yeah. on on some, some card games in the locker room? Pretty strong. I, I saw that. And I kind of got a little, I had I had some, I was reminiscing, reminiscent of my DJing days at the old Funny okay. Buddies on Industrial because there were certain nights where there were certain themes of music. So, on specific nights, the crowd, the the way that the the uh, the room was set up, the dance floor was at the far end, and there were tables set up, and the game played back then was called Tunk. Okay, what is that? It's a it's a it's a it's a one time through one one hand. It's a rummy esque type game. Uh, you're trying to get runs. Um, but there were heavy stakes played at at the club, and they would and nobody said anything. But so apparently, prior to the All Star game on Sunday, uh, TNT cameras went in, saw the team Durant locker room, caught some card action. Oh, and it's in it's actually in this story. It says Tonk maybe, but it's actually T U N K in the story. It's it's T O N K. Um, and someone said, "Is it spades or is it Uno?" But there was some, uh, there was definitely some, some friendly gambling going on. The All Stars, who obviously can afford to lose, it looks like there's some high stake dollar bills out there. There's a video that NBA on TNT put out there. Uh, Trey Young, I believe, is in it. Joel Embiid, but um, yeah, it looks like they were playing some uh, some card games. No. The yeah. fact that it could be Uno really throws me off because yeah, I, I feel know. like that's a kid's game, but I do play a little bit on my phone. Play a little Uno. You can play Uno on the phone? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Is it with others? Or are you just playing, yeah, yeah, you playing you, the it's, phone? It, yeah, it's, uh, you're connected and people join the game and you play. I got to get in on that. Yeah. it's uh, Invite me. Invite me. You can invite can people. I was going to say, can I find you? Sure. The- you can invite and say, okay. like, yeah, let's play Let's play a game. Oh, I got it. It's just through your phone number. Yeah. Well, it's you like sign in and yeah, you can you can find somebody on there. 
Can you now? Can we invite Ari and just throw draw fours and then reverses and everything and just punk them throughout the show? I mean, throughout the well, game. Well, I have an iPhone, so likely <laughs> no, you, can, you, you guys iPhone, won't good. even come. It's no, on an app. It's yeah, and your app. requests probably won't even come through. It will, though, because it's through the app, yeah. so it'll be, it'll be nah, all right. Yeah. We can do it. We'll do it on one tap. We'll get you through. For sure. It'll be... <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how many of the listeners remember the game Tunk. That's what I want to know. And I, you know, what's funny is when I saw this story and I sent it over, I kind of just looked at the videos and I skimmed through it, and I didn't see the paragraph. It said, prior to the All Star Game on Sunday, TNT cameras in the team team Durant locker room caught a little card action, Tonk maybe, but it's Tunk, which you can look up. Uh, anyway, I just was more. I was. I was just kind of. Like I said, I was laughing because it took me back to the days of, of the uh, early '90s DJing and Fuddy Duddies and and heavy stakes card games going with some of the fellas from the side. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Uh, Ari, we like okay. to celebrate food days on the show, but this is not a food day. First of all, this is a historic day, once in a lifetime. Yeah, two twenty. 2022. Yeah, I uh, sent text messages by the way at two twenty two. On two twenty two twenty two, saying you know you have feel good vibes at two twenty two on two twenty two twenty two. So I just want to let you know, and I sent I sent out some text messages. It sounds like something you would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you like a willy move. Yeah, uh, it's all and we uh, we had we actually should have asked Miles about this. Miles is obsessed with like palindromes and and like uh, pattern numbers things like that. Um, he's always posting them on Instagram, and and he definitely posted something about this today as well. Uh, but it's also it's if you do it like the Euro, the European way of like putting the date first or I, I don't remember how it worked out but it's also it's it's like the only date ever that would be the same in a mirror as it is um, as it is looking at it normal and then you can also turn it upside down and it's the same back and forth like everything lines up uh, with this date a lot of people how getting about married this? today. Give a shout out. You know who we got to give a shout out to real quick. I got to throw this in there. Bryson Stott's younger sister, three-time national champion cheerleader Brianna Stott, she turned 22 today. Wow, that is actually that's really pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That is solid. Uh, but it's not just 222 2022. Ari, there is a very a day that you think we should honor today. Yes, uh, and and real quick too, I'll be doing my part by listening to Jay Z, 22 twos. <laughs> nice, it's good. Yes. What day is it though? It is National Super. I. I National Supermarket worst. Employee Day. Thank you. Yes. And thank you, supermarket people. Oh, my goodness. I don't even go in half the time. I'm on curbside, and it's a lot. It is a lot. Be nice to these people, please. Um, and, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's so I, don't know, I don't know where the day came from. That's an impassioned speech. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's really. I'm with you. Uh, I see it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I talk about this with servers, too. But, um, man, people treat. Oh, man. Somebody just posted the oh the uh, a certain TV lawyer that uses the <laughs> two 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 number. Oh boy! I don't know. Um, but yeah, I see people just treat. It's not only grocery store workers, but in particular, they're treated so badly by people. They are. You you if you are mean to people in the supermarket that work there, you are an awful person. I agree. Like there's I, almost no excuse. Do you, for I go to the same one no matter what. And I'm loyal, and I treat them with the utmost respect. I, I mean, because they are. I got some cool grocery store workers, so I make sure I'm always polite. They're also. There are most of them are really nice, like yeah. across the board. There you go. Thanks to them, 
on this special day. We thank our grocery store workers. Uh, check out the John Jones video if you want to. All of our socials, it's up there. Thanks to Willie, Steve Cofield. Check out the game later tonight. Miles Simmons, Sammy Paniotovich, and Ashley Vice. Great show.